brother The feeling's where you wanna be Cause Friday night's just right for flying This is what I need Get about as rowdy as an aeroplane We're gonna pop the roof tonight Cause Friday night's the night I like Friday night's on fire, on fire, on fire Man, it feels good to do this episode, even if it's a little bit late. Hello, everybody. My name is Ben Schluter. Welcome to yet another episode of the LSU Flying Tigers podcast. Hey, maybe this one won't go for an hour and a half, and it'll actually be on a focused topic, as opposed to 42 minutes of nothing. That was a great episode, and in no way terrible. Man, I... That was a thing. And then more came out, and I just... Let's, let's get this out of the way. Because I've said my fair share on it. Because there has been a lot. And then more came out. And at this point, I just can't put too as much effort into this. This is supposed to be fun, and this is no longer fun. So we just need to go over this. So the new allegations came out in a podcast. I was going to summarize what happened in there, but I figured I'm not good at that. One, re-listening to that is going to take an hour and a lot of emotional energy from me uh genuinely it's not an easy listen um but i've posted it uh, in the description the link to it so if you want to listen you should listen actually it's really good um to explain this whole we have a transfer situation and more allegations uh amanda seals hosts this podcast and uh she invited on Two UCLA gymnasts, their names are, and I'm going to get this right, Margzetta Frazier and Sakai Wright. Uh, the name of the podcast, by the way, is Small Doses. And trust me, this wasn't a small dose, this was an hour. <laughs> I wouldn't call that a small dose. Um, yeah. And uh, basically talking about how this was not an isolated incident. Um, how, you know, Jeffrey had at one point ranked all the girls by body size and by, you know, attractiveness. And what a shocker, all the black girls were at the bottom of that list. Uh, you know, you've got the, what else do you have? You have the, um, the whole situation, how it was confirmed in there that, yeah, no, everything that had been said that happened, it happened. And that caused a moment at which, um, basically her saying the N-word during a song, a white teammate actually brought that up to the coaching staff and the coaching staff promptly screwed everything up. Congratulations, UCLA. You don't know how to handle this. At all. Hey, you know what you shouldn't have done? Get everyone involved, including the people who didn't know about the situation. You know what you should have done? Actually given her a consequence. Why wasn't there a punishment for racism in your handbook? You can't do that. People were uncomfortable being around her. That's a fact. That's what happened. Like, they were uncomfortable. They couldn't perform well because... If you're not in the perfect, me- if you're not, I wouldn't say perfect mental state. No one's ever in a perfect mental state. There's no such thing. Not in my opinion. You're always going to be bothered by something. Um, if you're not in a good mental state, you can't perform at the highest level. That's why Simone Biles had to pull out of the Olympics. Because she was, you know, dealing with something known as the twisties, which I never heard of before. Until my best friend who used to do gymnastics basically said, oh yeah, no, that's a thing. And uh, you can die. Literally, you could die because you could just break your neck. 
You could do that. That's very scary. But it's a real thing that can happen is because of your mental health. You have to take care of your mentals. And in this sport, your mentals are as important, from what I've heard, and I'm just going to say this because like, I've never done it, uh, but it seems like your mentals are just as, imp- as important as your physicals. Like, if not more so. Because if you are not mentally healthy, you will not be physically healthy afterward. And people were not comfortable. But they said, no, this is fine. Like, it was an awkward situation because when she would do stuff in the gym, you wouldn't get as loud an applause. Like, that's not good. That's not a good vibe for anyone. And yeah, there's a whole moment at which... uh, I don't remember the exact things of it, but basically, um, she eventually ended up, you know, self-harming, and that caused the coaching staff to freak out because they thought, and I don't know how the law works because I'm not a lawyer. They said if she died, it would be on them, which there's a problem there somewhere. That seems big. I don't know where the problem is. I'm not a lawyer, and more importantly, I've never studied this kind of law. So I'd have to do more of a study on it. But yeah. Um, yada, yada, yada. At one point, towards the end of it, uh, she gave a quarter-hearted apology. It wasn't even half-hearted. Let's be clear about this. It was not half-hearted. Half-hearted would be an overstatement. Um, so she gave this apology saying, Oh, that's just how I was raised. And I'm sorry if I caused any harm. That's not an apology. Do you feel bad for what you did? How I was raised is never an apology. What are you doing to get better? Of course, they all talked with her about it. Like, hey, no, this isn't okay. And then one of, and again, it's a white teammate, not a not a person of color. Just That's important to mention here because it's not any person of color's job to inform a white person how to, I mean, to learn about this stuff. And I've been in the situation where it was required for me. And trust me when I say, I've tried to be better ever since. I've done better ever since. I don't know if it's been 100% better, but my self-awareness has definitely increased. It's a whole thing that I'm not going to go into detail about because that's personal. But yeah. But still, pulled her aside, started talking to her about it. Apparently, she was listening. It was getting through to her. It was working. That's awesome. And then a coach came in to ruin everything by saying, no, y'all should be practicing. And it's like, do you not think this thing where we try to help the situation is more important? We can practice. Practice can happen at any time. We're not meeting for a while. We got plenty of time. And they were like, no. And so that got shut down. And then she left apparently and not only left the meeting, but that's when she said she was transferring. One of the things, several of the things that happened in there include uh, a point at which, like, they're not going to try and educate her. They didn't feel like that was worthwhile or anything. They were worried about her, oh, I don't know, going somewhere else and doing the same thing. Y'all did a really good job of preventing that. Y'all did a real good job of preventing that, right? Y'all did a real good job of preventing that. You are absolute scum of the earth, by the way, Chris. Chris Waller. But wait, Martin Jarman. Um, you know, UCLA just had their first home meet with fans in a very long time. And Martin Jarman 
was going around making sure nobody had signs. Now, there's a no-sign policy at Pauley Pavilion. This is well known. That's fine. Uh, but also, they gave out posters, and he was making sure nobody was writing on the back of them. Bro? Why are you doing that? You're the athletic director. Why are you doing that? What? That's your job? Shouldn't that be security's job? Why do you care? And they weren't, like, attacks at any of the coaches. They were, like, simple signs that said, like, Black Lives Matter and we love you, Sakai. Because if you listen to it, I'm not going to go into that because anything non-LSU right now is, frankly, none of my business. But I'm pointing this thing out there because this is not a good look. UCLA is definitely, throughout this whole situation, uh, they've been in a competition with someone, apparently, of looking the worst at handling at handling this situation worse than anyone could possibly handle it. And I think they're winning. I think they're winning. Guys, give in. Give in. It's over. You've already won. There's no reason to do this. Like, just so, so stupid. Anyway. Um, yeah. Let me just keep going with this. Because I want to give my final thoughts on this situation. First of all, apparently Margzetta Frazier mentioned in one passing tweet that like LSU did not have accurate information on the whole situation. I'll get to that in a moment, but I feel like that's important. She also said that she felt like LSU was going to do everything in their power to try and educate her, do the best they could. Look, for her, she did some horrible things. And when faced with consequences, she began to harm herself. She finally began to understand what she did and its impact. That got interrupted. It's unclear how far that would have gone. Now, she has faced some degree of consequence, and I mentioned it. She doesn't have an NIL agent. She left her dream school. She has to deal with Baton Rouge weather and not Los Angeles weather. Um, no guarantee of a roster spot. She didn't travel with the team to Georgia. I don't know what's going to happen this week. That's not been confirmed. I would assume she'd be out on the floor, though, because, you know, to home meet. That'd be really weird if she wasn't. Um, but she's probably not going to appear on anything for a while, if ever. She might not have a roster spot. And more importantly, a spot on the actual competition floor, like actual competing, she may not compete this year. She was pretty much guaranteed to do that at UCLA. She was a four-star. Like, that's what you lost by doing this. But, she and she also doesn't have any scholarship and she's faced public humiliation. The thing that she never faced, though, was any direct consequence for her actions. She can't get that here, but still. Look, LSU doesn't have all the facts. That's what Mark Zeta said. We never will. We have to accept this. LSU can never formally like, get through the investigation. Which brings up questions about the transfer portal that we need to ask ourselves. And I have to ask myself, because I actually don't think we should have all the answers. If I want the transfer portal to be what it is. This is where we have to start asking questions because this brings up some other First Amendment... This brings up some stuff that's also the same question about, like, hate speech with the First Amendment. Like, should the First Amendment even protect it? And, like, based on how I've seen the cases be interpreted, the interpretation of cases in which they protect hate speech 
makes me feel like it should be protected to the degree at which it is, which we can have a whole discussion on that. I'm literally in a class about this stuff. <laughs> like, dude, we're going to discuss this in more detail, so don't talk to me about it yet because I need to be learning about it. Okay, no spoilers. No spoilers on what happens in that case with the KKK guy in the state of Virginia. Um, don't tell me that the KKK guy won. By the way, he did. That's a real thing in this country that happened, and it was based on the First Amendment of the Constitution, and if you actually look at the reasoning behind it, it's not as crazy as you might think. Like, it's not as crazy because it protects other things that are actually really cool. I don't know. Welcome to the First Amendment. I'm not talking about this anymore because I would be wasting my time. So instead, I'm just going to say this. I want the transfer portal to give power to the athletes. The transfer portal partially exists because players were just not getting roster time because coaches didn't like them. We've seen this countless times in college football. Guys aren't liked by the coaching staff. They don't get playing time. That's dumb. So, power to the athletes. They should be able to transfer, and they should be able to do so freely. That's their choice. But, I don't want them to have the power to avoid consequence with it. And that's what it does. If LSU were to be able to learn all of the facts, there'd be a can of worms that could be opened by that. Because what you could have then is... Like, you could have schools telling him every little thing, and that could screw over an athlete because they could have done something very minor and a school would just immediately not want to do something. I mean, I'm not going to say they would lie, but still, like, you could get bad situations. Um, and especially with certain schools, I'm going to use BYU as an example. I'll make an example out of BYU. One, they have a gymnastics program. And two, they are super anti-gay. So that's your reason. Because they would out someone quite easily. They would they would very easily out someone to another university. They would do that. They could do that. Let me phrase that. They could theoretically do that. I don't know if they are legally allowed to do that. But I don't want to open that can of worms. I really don't want to open that can of worms. Because that's the thing that you can actually kind of be punished for. I don't know the full scope of it, but like BYU's got some crazy stuff. Alright? And there are certain things that an athlete should be able to just... There are certain things that an athlete should be able to get away from, but not all of them. And this is one of them. This is one thing where this should not be possible to get away from. No. I mean, again... And I'll have to find it and we can talk about it. But again, Oregon player that transferred to Prairie View A&M because of the sexual assault thingy. And like it got scrubbed from his public record and so Prairie View A&M had no idea about it. Um, and because of all of this though, we've taken in someone that has the potential to cause harm, who has caused harm, but also the potential to change and that's why we took her in. Look, we believe we can get her to change and stop saying all this terrible stuff. I mean, we can't stop her from being a terrible person in every facet, but no one can. And that's not what our goal is. We can't. We're just going to try and make her a better person because we feel like we can do that. And we're going to put all of our resources into doing it because we'd do that for anyone. Because that's what we feel is right. And that's our opinions. 
And you really can't say, like, we did the wrong thing by trying to do what we think is best. As long as what we think is best isn't actively harming someone else. And in this case, it hasn't actively harmed someone else yet. It could actively harm someone else, but we don't know if it will. And frankly, I have to give them the trust. They've never done this before. This is really, this is scary ground for everyone. The coaches do not want to screw this up, especially with such a sensitive situation. That's why they went through all of the things they did. They overdid things. Because if you've never done something before, you might want to be careful. Because you don't want to fall into a pit. Especially in this. So I applaud them for that. And look. They're going to go off whatever they have. And they're going to do what they do because of that. And if she pulls that horrible crap over here once. There's going to be consequences. Because I'm pretty sure we're no, we got no tolerance for that crap. We got absolutely no tolerance for that crap happening. But I don't know, because they they might. I don't know. I'm not in there every single day. I don't know what happens every single day. What I do know is this. There are people who care and who will, A, step up, B, stick up for their teammates, and C, just make sure, like, that gets shut down immediately. Because if... If that crap were to happen once, that would look horrible on us. And the whole team would feel betrayed. The one important thing about this, though, that we have to remember, and that I keep seeing people forget, she's still a human being. She's still a human being. She didn't just lose the ability to be a human being. Like, what she was doing was actively dehumanizing people. Let's not actively dehumanize the person here. Like, let's not do that. That might be a bad move? I don't know. Personally, I think it's a bad move. To just dehumanize her here. Like, there are people who are like, oh my god. So, like, for example, like, Aaliyah Finnegan. They happen to know each other. That's possibly one of the reasons why actually she transferred over here is because, hey, she's got a friend here. Why not go where your friend is? That's awesome. That's a great thing. It basically confirms that suspicion I had. Um, hey... I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't even think there's anything wrong necessarily with them continuing their friendship, especially right now, when you need to have someone who knows you well and who can keep you mentally stable. That's great. Because when you have that, you're in the best spot where you can be receptive to change. Because education can't come without compassion, and education can't come in the wrong mental state. You know why? Because who the hell is receptive to being yelled at without being told, hey, I care about you. Education without compassion is just stupid. People use compassion to educate people in the wrong way. That's how people, that's how guys get red-pilled online and become, like, vehemently misogynistic. Like... That's the compassion they're given. If they're give if people are given the right kind of compassion, openness, a feeling of a sense of belonging, maybe they can actually learn something. Now for her, I I I, I want her to do I want her to have better. I want everyone to have better. You know why? Because that's all I can ask for. That's all we can all ask for. We want her to do better, right? I, I, like, I, I hope everyone wants her to do better. 
So that way this never happens again? Because it already happened and we can't change that fact. No one should have had to suffer. Let's hope no one suffers again. That's true of all situations, right? I just hope for the best. I just hope everyone gets the best. Whatever is best. Whatever is best for them and what's best for everyone. And that's what I want in this situation. So when I see people are like, oh my god, she's hanging out with the team? Oh, you're telling me a member of the team is hanging out with the team in social situations? Someone please alert TMZ. Nah, man, that's normal. That's good. It tells you that things are going well. Now, if it turns out she's also being a piece of shit, that ain't fine. But if she's not, then this is okay and normal. It's what normal people do. Oh my god, shut up about it. Deal with it. And treat her like a human being. You have to remember to treat her like a human being who is deserving of a social relationship with others. Because once you remember that point, then you remember why it was so hurtful what she said. That's important. By the way, some of y'all online were making fun of a uh, post in which the name of the Kansas City Chiefs was misspelled. This is a post involving Aaliyah and uh, Alexis. Um, y'all, that ain't the point. And also, shut up. And also, you guys suck. And also, you guys are missing something here. And also, you hurt people when you do that. Mainly if you're using that as a point of ridicule and just glossing over the everything else. Guys. Guys. Those uniforms don't have the name of the team on there and Chiefs is a commonly misspelled word. Alright? Y'all don't need to do that. And it's just dumb. And also, most importantly, it's not that funny. If you're gonna tell a joke, make it be funny. I try and do that. Mine aren't funny, but that's mainly because the target audience usually isn't listening. Yeah. And by the way, this is my last point on this, and then we're moving on from this period. Listen to the thing, and then we're moving on. If you feel uncomfortable cheering for her, imagine how I'm going to feel if I'm actually close to her. Bro, where I sit is not that far away from where the actual people are. You want to talk about a close encounter? Bro, I am going to be no more than a hundred... I'm going to be damn close. Like, that's uncomfortable. That's a thing I'm going to have to deal with. So, Matt... So, that's the thing. It's okay to feel that. Don't feel bad about feeling that. We all know what happened. But for me, I'm just going to accept it. I just have to come to acceptance. That's what happened. We got to move on. So, let's move on. And move on to talking about what's fun here. Because, damn it, we finally had a meet again. Finally. There's 23 minutes of that. Good. Friday night, was. let's hope this takes up about 20 minutes. This whole thing, I think it was a good ramble. This is going to be a fun ramble. Because this is what you came here for, isn't it? This is what you came here for. You came here to listen to this. We ain't going to talk about this other crap next time. No, 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 no. This stuff. So, Friday night, we won. We're 2-0. We did not play well. No, we did not come out and actually play well. It's almost as if we'd had two weeks off and we were rusty as hell. Oh, what do you know? We were. We got a 196.85 to 196.1 victory. Georgia counted a fall on beam and that killed them. 
Of course, I would talk about Georgia, but that's not what this podcast is about. I don't really care about them. care about us. We're here to talk about our performance. So I'm going to go in the order in which we performed. So that's Bars Vault Floor Beam, because it was on the road. Uh, Bars, we had 49.35. We actually did pretty well there. We were sticking. We dropped a 9.775. Our high was a 9.9. Our Olympic average, take the average of the four middle scores, 9.8625. Pretty decent there. Um, I'm just giving you the stats. But, you know, in general, bars were great. They were nice landings. There were no falls. Haley Bryant got a 9.9 on a routine that deserves higher fight me. Come on, there's no way. Why is this still getting nines? It was a 9-9 and it was a 9-9-2-5, and it's looked pretty much the same the whole time. Like, come on, people. That thing's going to 10 soon. But the way SEC scoring is, hey, it might, 10, it might 10 on Saturday. Let's be clear about that. It could, depending on how everything goes. If it's executed well, it might. Um, hey, LSU home score, and it's some night. Look, it's some good old-fashioned home cooking, and frankly, I'm, I'm here for it. I don't care how we win. I want to win. Then again, home cooking doesn't help you later, so... But yeah, vault. 49.150. By the way, this was not our worst performance, and yet it looked worse. We dropped a 9.575. Our uh, high was a 9.875. We averaged, Olympic average, was a 9.81875. So we're averaging around a 9.82. Mm, yeah, we could not stick. None of the of the six vaults, none of them stick stuck on the center of the map. Kaya Johnson was good, really good. It was not to the center. It stuck, but it was off center. That's the major thing about it. Everything else had a hop. It was either a hop, a skip, or a jump. Like quite literally, a hop, a skip, or a jump. I don't want to say the bad things about the. No, I'm going to say about the judging, actually. Who the heck saw Sarah Edwards as... Because hers was like a 9... It was a 9725, right? We need to get this one right. It was a 9725. That's an average of a 9.8 from one judge and a 9.65 from another. And I'm like, eh, what? Where are y'all seeing that? By the way, when I say a skip, I mean it was a bounce and then another whole... Like another half step. That's where the 965 came from. I like the score. I just don't know where the heck the judges were looking. The bounce, the over rotation, it keeps happening. I'll get into more about it, but it keeps happening and it really hurts because it's like, you can do this. I know you can do this. You're really, really good at this. Why? Why did this happen? Yeah. Um, yeah. N- nobody really stuck. Bad. We need to fix that. We can fix it. Don't worry. It's possible. Then floor, 49.1, we dropped a 9.2, I'll get to that, our high was a 9.9, we averaged a 9.8 flat, not actually half bad, before I get into the one I was going to talk about, uh, Christina Desiderio, we had to count a 9.7, I don't really even remember, it wasn't that memorable, it's going to get dropped from the rotation, I'll be clear about that, um, that was there because Haley Bryant wasn't competing, I'll tell you this, that's why it was there, because she was supposed to compete in the same spot when Haley Bryant got injured against Centenary, but then we said, eh, we're good. Um, yeah. So, that's a thing that happened. 
let me just start off by saying, by the way, you need to start listening to my post meet uh, podcast if you're going to understand certain things I say on here. But because I know most of you don't want to do that, I'm still going to talk about it. But if you want to listen to my unbridled thoughts from legitimately right afterward, like I be, well, that was like two hours after when I, I actually watched the Auburn Alabama meet. I watched the second half of that. Um, it was really cool and awesome and fun, and we'll talk about it. Um, but yeah, so. Oh, and I never mentioned this. Alona uh, uh she, I'm, I'm going to butcher that every time. And the funny thing is, she already has an English, an anglified version of it. And it's Shenikova, but it's not pronounced that way if you actually look the transliteration up from the original Cyrillic. And yes, I'm going to ask on Saturday. We're going to make sure we get this right. I will have my first episode of the, um, of Saturday Night Hypes because it's Saturday, not Friday. And we are going to make sure to get this name right. And by we, I mean I. Because I'm making sure of this. I'm, I'm not letting this happen. Anyway, uh, she got the all-around title with a 38.975. She's the only one that did the all-around, so that's a win by default, but it's a win nonetheless. Uh, so, yeah, Friday night. There's one person I feel awful for on us. Who's not the person I feel the worst for. There's worse. Oh, there's definitely worse. No, Rachel Lukox, uh... Her Achilles got torn on floor, so her career is over. Uh, that's the one I feel the worst for. <laughs> I think we all know why. Though, Elena Aranis, I feel absolutely awful for. Um, I saw, like, a compilation of gym gifs this week, and it's like... Or gifs, excuse me, that's what the you know creator says. Um, and it, like, ended with the final pass from her routine, and I'm like, bro, you don't understand, no, that's not funny, but the reason it's not funny is because of the whole surrounding situation, so she fell flat on her face, basically, while trying to finish her third pass, yeah, got a 9-2, I'm mentioning all of this, I wouldn't normally do this, but like, frankly, I just feel so bad, and it's like, I want to say, like, good things, Body language-wise, hi, I literally cannot read body language, except for one, and that's discomfort. I have become an accidental expert on discomfort. <laughs> you know, socially awkward person has to learn when other people are uncomfortable around him. Woo-hoo. So yeah, uh, and she did not look comfortable, very stiff. I've never seen her look like that on anything. Okay, so I've watched four or five meets of her ever, but you know what? Still, never looked that way. I said even last week, if you got that far, that at the injury squad, she looked better on floor than she ever had in ever, and I couldn't wait to see it, and then I think the pressure got to her. Like, it's not a choke job. It's the amount of pressure that one per like, that's a lot of pressure. So, you have first ever road meet against with fans, but your family is right there. Not only that, but it's not just your family, it's your your former gym, because she's from Georgia, she went to uh, Georgia Elite, they uh, have a thing there, there's a funny story to talk about there, we're not going to go into it, but let's just say, Georgia, you guys really decided to, annoy- oh, by the way, it's owned by her dad, and let's just say there's a funny story there getting angry at them for cheering for Sammy Durani on our 
team oops y'all really stupid thing to do anyway um but yeah so you have all that and your mom's name is in the rafters because this is where she competed and she dominated you've got all that riding on you i'm not shocked that you know she was under a lot of pressure that's a lot of pressure i wouldn't be able to perform under that like i understand that i i hope she's doing okay because that looked like it hurt not to mention that you know that is the same floor that ended up tearing an achilles so that thing was not being nice that night um yeah seriously that floor needs to get replaced i don't know what the heck your problem is but it's bad um yeah it hurt watching the whole time it hurt. Because you knew she was not in the right headspace. You knew it was like... Oh. oh. No, she's under a ton of pressure right now. And she cannot perform at the highest level. And that's terrible. Yeah. That, that hurt to watch. And you know... And like watching her, it's like, that's not normal. That was clearly a one-time thing. It happened once. It sucks. You have all of that pressure riding on you. And it just gets to you. Hey. It'll be better. I mean. Next me is now at home. That pressure is off of you. Um, What else? You got an extra day. But more importantly... Uh, now that that's happened, um, it's in the past. It is now a part of history. We're only talking about it because it happened. It's no longer happening, and that's pretty cool. So yeah. Anyway, off of that. Uh, so we had the floor debut of Livy Dunn, and uh, it was really good. I made a video about it today. If you check my Twitter slash Instagram, um, yeah, nine eight on floor, but. And 9-8 was fine, because the first pass, thought it, I thought it stuck. Then I rewatched it like five times, because editing. Um, no, it didn't. It didn't. There was a little bit of a hop afterward, just to try to get everything adjusted. Apparently, there were also some artistry scores or something. I don't get any of these weird scoring thingies. Like, it's not all sticks. Well, what the heck else is it? How the heck is a normal human supposed to understand it? He says while attempting to explain a bubble screen to someone. Um, yeah. The one thing that I noticed is how lightly she, like, she moves lightly with power is what I'm putting it as. That's how I wrote it down in my notes. Lightly with power. This is the most obscure reference possible, but it's going to make a ton of sense once I explain it. She moves like Denard Robinson. If you don't know who Denard Robinson is, Denard Robinson was a quarterback at uh, Michigan. He's the cover athlete on NCAA football 14. 13. Idiot. Um, no, NCAA football 14, excuse me. Um, and he was, he eventually became a running back in the NFL. I actually got to see him play live. He played with the Jaguars in 2015. They played the Saints at home. Um, so he was nicknamed Shoelace. Because he ran with his shoelaces untied. Been doing that for his entire career. That made him literally lighter on his feet. Like, they, ESPN did a whole thing on it where they measured, like, you know, the amount of force on his foot. And he was literally lighter on his feet. But he moved with power. Like, he was hustling. 
down the field. And that's as close as a comparison as I can give you. Because the the lift wasn't just like a shoom. There's really a difference between... Um, well, actually, and I want to talk about this later. This is actually a really good comparison here. You look at how KJ Johnson's jump is, and that's clearly got a lot of spring in it. And this is like a hop, but it's got airtime. And that's incredible. And it's really cool to watch. So, yeah. That was a thing. Um, speaking of which, um, um, yeah, KJ Johnson with a, what is it? Oh yeah, 9875. This is a can't miss attraction anymore. You need to watch this every single time. It's really good and it's going to 10, I think. Maybe. I don't know if it can. No, genuinely, seriously. Like, is it possible that it can 10? I don't know. Um, but it's really good, and if everything hits, it will. Now, it looked a little bit off. The first pass didn't stick. The second pass was pretty okay. Had a little bit of a mm, Third pass, got out of sync, took an extra breath, absolutely destroyed it. Just killed the whole thing. Just absolutely awesome to watch. Yeah. He's, he's pretty good at this whole thing. What, this is the second meet and it's already that good. I, I Again, I've literally told you guys since December. <laughs> I've been saying this since December that this is really good. Everybody's looking at it, and I'm like, y'all, I've been saying this since December. Where have you been? Oh, you didn't see it? Oh, how unfortunate. Yeah. No, that's just what this has been. No, since December. The hype train is real. I don't know where the heck y'all have been. But I've been building the hype train. Alrighty, bit by bit. And now I think if, uh... If everything goes right on Saturday, the hype train is leaving the station. Toot toot. Anyway, so, Ben, back to the rest of them. Alona Shianikova. Uh, she had a tough time on vault. You know, fell awkwardly. The fact that she was okay is really nice. In fact, it was vault to floor. And, uh, talk about a recovery. She did bad in the other two. Okay, nine sevens. Like, she had the three, the lowest score on Bolt, Bar, and Beam. And on Floor, she had the highest score. She had her highest score. 9-9. She 9-9 on Beam. And, pfft, floor. I'm stupid. And she had a 9-7-2-5 the first time. Which, honestly, the difference between the first meet and the second meet is night and day. It was night and day. There was clearly more confidence. She didn't hit the first pass. That didn't stick at all. The last pass was an absolute... It was gorgeous. That's what I have to say about it. It was gorgeous. The Everything about it was perfect. It looked so much better. That's why I nined. Like, yeah, that was really good. It was really, really good. It was clearly there's a lot of confidence there. You know didn't look like she was kind of messed up from anything. That confidence needs to get stretched over to everything. I don't know how it's possible, but it's got to be done. Somebody's got to do it. You got to get hyped up. I don't know what it is that gets you to be an absolute beast on floor that night, but can you please find a way to do that to the other stuff? Because you would be unstoppable. Literally unstoppable would be very scary. Alrighty? And I... 
would it make sense for me to say, um, Thizlias, uh, I'm about to screw that one up, excuse me one second, I'm not screwing up this, this is the one bit of Russian I actually learned, it's one of the three bits of Russian I actually learned, no, come on, it's just like, look, the only person here that knows is her, so, um, look, Alona, as, when it comes to getting that, uh, whole floor thing going down, at this nice, but, yeah, anyway, so, then there's, uh, finally, the last person I'm talking about, Sarah, Sarah Edwards has seen my Instagram story in which I mentioned the issue with the over-rotation, that's not an awkward thing at all, nope, I'm not gonna feel really awkward if we talk, if, um, nope, terrible, no, I don't feel terrible for that, because it's like, look, I'm not wrong about this, it's still a problem on the first, but, Holy crap, the third pass was better than the third pass at the freaking inner squad. How? How do you do better with more pressure? I don't know. It just works. It was practice, practice, practice. Execute to absolute perfection. Because that's what you got there. Is good. Again, the reason they keep bringing up this over-rotation thing is because if you don't do it, it's going to be really good. Like... I have a lot of confidence in this, and that's the one missing thing. Also, you keep screwing it up on Vault, and I think it's the same issue. It comes from the same spot. It's not as pronounced, but if that gets fixed, you're getting higher scores. You're not bouncing as much. It doesn't... Your Her face shows it, by the way. It's clear. It's somewhere in there. It's like a uh, reaction, if you can tell from it. Yes, I'm noting body language and literally everything because, by God, it tells you so much about if someone knows about if something went well. All right? So, for example, like, anytime someone walks away from a vault, like, look to see how they look and potentially read their lips because that'll usually tell you stuff. Um, yeah. What else? Um, yeah. Just fix that, please. You're insanely talented and everyone likes you. Please. The judges just don't, the don't, they don't want to take away points from you, but you're giving them reason to. Don't. Seriously. You are the most personable and likable person on this team as a, like, at least according to the everything we see online. Like, if you fix that, the judges will reciprocate and they will give you points even if you don't deserve them. Okay? You're the nice kid in class. Please do this. I want you to do well. I want everyone to do well. Like, please. And then Beam. So, uh, Aaliyah Finnegan finally debuted on only one thing, and it was on Beam, and it was pretty much perfect, except for the parts where it wasn't. Um, it was awesome to watch. Also, the music was good. I'm not complaining about the floor music again. If it happens... Yeah, I'm gonna have to put this at the end of this thing. Um, but yeah, like, just, it was really good. It was really good. It was awesome to see it. Like, just an absolutely awesome debut. Sucks that it wasn't at home, but you know what? She's probably going to debut on something else at home, so whatever. Um, Christina Desiderio led off with a 9-9 on beam. D 
didn't have a 9-9 the first time. Not not against Centenary. Yeah, what was it, a 9-7? It was, it was not like her potential and her expectation. Like, she knows she's better than that. Everybody knows that. 9-9 leadoff, whatever. Yeah, that's just how it is. That's just what you do. That's what you expect. Um, Bridget Dean, first time she had a fall, and that kind of tanked her score. Um, and then she didn't do that this time. No, she instead did really well. That's not her full potential. You can tell because, like, she's apparently got the potential to 10. If she can, you know, first of all, no one's at full potential yet. Nobody's hit their full potential. We are not far enough into the season to get to full potential. Ain't nobody there yet. Um, see, I don't think anybody, yeah, nobody's there yet. I don't think anyone would say that. None of the coaching staff would say that. Nobody would say that they're at full potential. They're getting close. But yeah, and then Kaya Johnson. You have the best theme music of anyone. Please, no one tell you, uh, no one tell her otherwise because it's a lie. It gets stuck in my head constantly. It's been stuck in my head for the past three days. It can't. It goes in and out, but it just keeps coming in. Uh, no, it's been stuck in my head on a random like it. There has not been a day where it has not gotten in my head since the first meet. Oh my god, it's addictive. What the hell? I don't know the name of the song. What's the name of the song? Please tell me the name of the song. Also, it always... Like, I think it just helps that, like... Okay, it's a really good song, and it's always paired with something really good. Because Kaya Johnson kills it every single time. She's been doing this since she arrived here. Also, spoiler alert for the video tomorrow. Yeah. So. Yeah. Ah! Let's talk about Auburn. How long have I been talking for? Well, good. Let's talk about Auburn. So, Auburn is ranked 6th. LSU is 8th. By the way, those are objective rankings based on the average scores. So, uh, yeah. And, uh... Auburn is good. Uh, Auburn, Auburn is, uh... Auburn is very good. You know why they're very good? Because they have the reigning, uh... SEC Freshman of the Week. Uh, also the reigning Olympic gold medalist in the all-around, which is the literal most incredible thing possible, I'm pretty sure. Yes, yeah, Sunisa Lee's pretty good at what she does. Really good. She did all-around and she killed it. She's really good. Holy crap. So I watched the second half. The first half of the Bama um, meet I actually didn't know was on. So I was watching the Florida-Arkansas meet by accident, and I didn't want to. <laughs> like, I, th I know that sounds crazy, but I'm actually that stupid. I thought it was going to be on SEC Networks. <laughs> we need to stop. Anyway, so back to this. So, yeah, she's really good, and Auburn beat Bama. They beat Bama 197.525 to 197.125. Yes, 197. If we don't get a 197 against Auburn, we're getting their asses kicked. Just plain and simple, if we can't get a 197, we are dead. We got the home cooking, but that don't mean much if you can't execute. They ain't gonna give you free points for non-sticks. They, they are not going to give it to you if you can't land. They're not gonna give it to you. They're just not. Alright? Landings are how you cheat. That's how you cheat the points. That's what it seems like. You can cheat the points that way. So cheat the points. Winning. Do it. It's fun. Trust me. I have won 
multiple things. Not that many, but still. Yeah. So, by the way, this was their third win over Bama in the last 42 years. I don't know how either. Genuinely don't know. Why did you... So, you get the Olympic gold medalist, and you're Auburn? What? It, it would be like, you know, having, like, one of the best Olympians go to, like, Oregon State. You're telling me Jade Carey is at Oregon State and has gone through, like, 12 routines and has not had lower than a 9-9 yet. Are you kidding me? Okay, then. Yes, I've gone crazy. I... Check my Twitter bio if you want it. What's my Twitter bio again? Because I changed it up recently because I thought it was funny. Because I think that this, it, it accurately describes me. Yeah, accidentally part of the gym internet, no regrets there. There are a couple of regrets I have there, mainly that my timeline is filled with a bunch of stuff I don't understand. I don't understand why you keep saying random Russian gymnast names. What does it mean? But yeah, let's talk about what they did to beat Bama. Here's what they did. They got better every rotation. They never got worse. They never faltered. No, they kept getting better. On vault, they were a 49.175. They dropped to 9.775. Their high was a 9.875. Their Olympic average was a 9.825. On bars, they had a 49.35. They dropped to 9.775. Their high was a 9.925. Their Olympic average was a 9.85625. On Beam, now I can talk about this. Beam wasn't that great. Uh, they had to drop a 9.75. Their high was a 9.975. You couldn't tell that was from Sunisa Lee. Holy crap, that was good. The whole thing had my jaw down. And then up. Because it was like, whoa. And it was a 9.975, and I can totally see how someone thought that was a 10. Holy crap, that was good. By the way, I need to give credit where credit is due. Auburn, you have the greatest atmosphere in all of sports. Holy crap. All of college, gym. Why can't we replicate what you do? You were doing swag surfing with the entire crowd of 9,000 plus. There was a line out the door for apparently 90 minutes prior to the start. Like, on both sides of the arena. That place was packed. It's going to be packed on Saturday. I'm going to be online really early. I'm doing a lot, by the way. I'm going to be telling you guys what I'm going to do, because frankly, uh, it's crazy. Anyway, beam. So their Olympic average was a 9.86875. On floor, they were actually kind of broken. They dropped a 9.875, and their high was a 9.95. I'll tell you about who did that. Their Olympic average was a 9.9 flat was a 9-9 flat. I genuinely don't know how to feel about that. They are consistently good. Their floor routines are nice. The best one is Darian Goburn's. Hers is literally, and I'm going to say this with no hint of irony and with all very serious, the best thing I have seen all year. The best thing I have seen all year. Oh my god, that thing nearly had me going. It was awesome. Like, it's fun. You will get into it. The music's fun. The dancing is damn good. And then everything hits, and it's a 995. 
Seriously, if if you don't think that like Sunni's the only reason, like if you need more than just Sunni and you need LSU, how about this? You literally have the best thing that I've seen all year. And I've been raving about one since December, and this beats it by a mile and a half. It beats it by a mile and a half because it is more engaging. KJ's floor routine is just is mind-bogglingly good. It's like, oh, a human does that. What? It's got, it's basically, you just go crazy at certain moments. This thing, you go crazy throughout. This one is sustained. I want the stadium rocking for that because it's that good. I don't care it's an opponent. I just want fun. Because I'm going to be hooked on it and I might accidentally get involved in it. It's that fun. And I'm going to say this again. It is the best thing I have seen all damn year. If you're not watching this thing, you suck. This thing is at 3 o'clock on I don't know what network, because frankly, I'm not looking right now at the network. Um... Yeah, this thing should be on ABC, by the way. This thing should be on ABC. This thing should be on ABC on national television. And it should be until... Like, seriously, where is it? Schedule, thank you very much. This should be ESPNU. Really? I don't even get ESPNU on my freaking Fubo package. That is a disgrace. Then again, there are probably really good college basketball games going on at that time, but I don't care. This is going to be awesome. Do I need to hype you up anymore? Okay, fine then. Hilly Bryan and Kaya Johnson are expected to do the all-around. Okay, that doesn't sound like hype to you. Okay, fine, that's true. Uh, so you have a reigning national champion and one of the best peop- like the best athletes that we have, and they're both gonna be there. And they're both doing everything, apparently. If you can't tell I'm hyped, then you are an idiot. This is the best we might have all year. Like, dude, we are now on our third meet. We're just getting into the swing of things. And we have to go up against the best athlete in the world in the sport of gymnastics from a medalist standpoint. Because, you know, Simone Biles exists. By the way, Simone Biles is the greatest athlete of all time because they named three tricks after her and they're the hardest things to do. Period. She did something that literally no one had ever done and it wasn't scored because it's too difficult for any human to do it. And it does not matter that when she bounced, she bounced stupid high. It was the first time 
a human being had ever done it. I don't remember the trick. I just remember seeing the footage and being like, okay, that was awesome. What? Yeah. So that's a thing. It's going to be fun. Hopefully it's rocking. I hope everyone is there. They're enticing students to go. Cool. Oh, by the way, um, I'm beginning to think that maybe the Very Ferocious Tigers thing not being a thing they officially talk about is actually intentional. And it makes sense. Because if you think about it, like, ooh. You know, it's only known about if you follow a person with a decent number of followers at this institution. Well, that whole theory just died. Anyway... So, yeah. What else do I have to say? Not much. I thought I was going to do hype things at the end of these, but frankly, if you're not already hyped for this, people, what are you doing? I do what? Literally, the best of the best are going to be here. Descending on Baton Rouge, Louisiana. If you ain't going to be able to be there, watch it online. I don't care if you need to get a stream or anything. Find a way to watch it. It's going to be legendary. And I guess I might as well do a little bit of a hype piece. Look, y'all, if you are not hyped for this meet, I don't know what the hell you will ever be hyped for again. You are back home. It has been a full month, and the people of Baton Rouge are restless. It's the SEC opener. Hey, guess what? Students are back. It's going to be loud. I am back. Guess what? Remember that whole uh, pop princess crown thingy? It's on the line. And it's going to be a thing. Somebody's going to win it. I don't know if y'all listen to this, but somebody's going to win it. Somebody's going to win it. And you win it by kicking ass. You win it by kicking ass. You win this meet by kicking ass. You win life by kicking ass. You win the day by kicking ass. Kicking ass does not start when you walk into that building. It starts when you wake up. You ask yourself the question, you should do this every single day. Am I going to kick ass today? I've asked that question to myself, and I have kicked ass every day. And it may have been in the smallest of the small little things. But you know I kicked ass today? Do you know I kicked absolute ass today? I made a video. That kicked absolute ass today, and I did a damn good job, and I feel proud of it. I made this, didn't I? That kicked absolute ass. What I, what do I plan on doing tomorrow? I'm making another video. I'm making a couple of videos. Got to do some stuff for school, and I'm going to kick ass. And I'm going to keep kicking ass. And I'm going to keep kicking ass, and I'm going to keep kicking ass, and I hope you do it. Because when you do that, do you feel good? And hey, even if you feel terrible, even if the world feels like it's against you, you will still have kicked ass and that will feel good. That was a random tangent. What I'm trying to say is this. You got this. Believe me, you've got this. I know I'm some Randy, but I know talent when I've seen it. I, I know talent when I see it. Have you not heard what I've already raved about for the past month like look y'all got talent y'all can do stuff with it it's not a matter of if you're going to get a really good score it's when you want to make that tomorrow uh 
Saturday afternoon? Why not? Why not? Who says you can't, by the way? By the way, and one last thing. Why can't you? Who's saying you're not allowed to do that? Nobody? Cool. Then do it. Let's do it. And if you don't do it, that's fine. It happens. But you got the capacity to do it. You got the mindset to do it. You got the will to do it. So then let's go out and do it. And no pressure, by the way. No pressure. Because in the end, that's the whole point of kicking ass. You will have kicked ass. And what can feel much better than that? And if you need any more added motivation, please look up January 4th, 1999, Monday Night Raw. Because that is the one thing that will have me going crazy any day of the week. Just, I don't care if you're not a wrestling fan, you will lose your mind. Because when you hear the glass shatter and the crowd lose it, you'll remember something. That's what you do. Minus the shattering part. I have now... I have now changed things. I'm not going to speak anymore. Uh, This has been an hour-long thing, and frankly, it was mostly about gymnastics. This is awesome! We're going to keep doing it this way. This is really fun. Um, Hopefully, you know, cool things happen. By the way, fun things that are going to be happening on Saturday. I am unofficially covering this thing. I say unofficially. I'm going to be bringing a battery pack. I'm going to charge it all the way up because I need to have my phone ready because I'm going to be tweeting a lot. So if you check my Twitter, it will be full of tweets because I will be talking about, hey, uh, here's who I see doing what on what. I will learn the, like, I'm going to get, like, printed out the uh, roster for Auburn just so I can do it justice there. Um, You know, it'll be a whole thing. Maybe I won't complain about Aaliyah Finnegan's floor music if it if it pops up or anything. It needs to stop being so erratic. I'm sorry, a toast. It's so erratic. Dude, seriously, bro, it's so bad. Anyway. Anyway. That's going to do it for this episode of the LSU Flying Tigers podcast. Hopefully you've enjoyed this. If you have, share it with other people. The opening was still stupid long. This won't that opening, by the way, won't happen again. Uh this is really fun. I really like to do this. Uh if you like to do this and you like to talk about this, why not hit me up on uh, Instagram and or Twitter? Because, you know, I'm always down to talk this stuff. Uh yeah. The Instagram and Twitter handles are in the description alongside once again the link to Amanda Seals's um small doses podcast episode. With Mark Zeta Frazier and Sakai Wright. Um, yeah. So I hope you enjoyed this. Um, I guess remember to keep kicking ass. Because that kind of is my motto. It's been a motto I live by for a little bit. When I'm feeling down I just remember. That I've kicked ass today. And if I haven't I go and do it. And even if it's a small thing. You know. Hey. Making a dinner. Even if you just put something in the microwave. You have kicked ass. You punched in those damn numbers and you hit that damn thing and it feels awesome. I don't care if that sounds stupid. It feels awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Ah, man. But yeah. Hey, that's going to do it. Hope you've enjoyed this. Until next time, you'll hear me on Saturday. 
uh, for Saturday Night Hypes, as I'm going to call it. Um, but until that time, I've been Ben Schluter. Tomorrow, episode of Goal to Go. It's coming out. We'll be talking about the uh, conference championship games. and We'll be talking about some other stuff. I'll figure it out. Um, but until such a time as that, I've been Ben Schluter. This has been the LSU Flying Tigers podcast. Hope you have a fantastic week. Hope to see you Saturday or hear from you and stuff. And until next time, bye-bye.